welcome to the Chess Boxing Podcast. This week we have the WCBA British Heavyweight Champion, Matthew Minotaur Coldwell. Hello there. Woo! Come on, give him a hand, Matt. Oh, just... <laughs> He's coming up there. That, that, that is a meaty applause. <laughs> and we've got uh, the most prolific chess boxer of all time, Matt Crazy Arms Reed. Hello. Hey, whoop whoop. Uh, and it's me, the Grievous Body Farmer. So we are just catching up with uh, the two mats after our last event, uh, which was October Fist. How did you think the event went, Matt? You've been to many more events than me. How did, how did it compare to... I thought it had some of the best action that I've ever seen in a chess boxing ring. I think uh, we had two sort of heavyweight bouts that just brought total war to the ring in terms of both on the board uh, and in terms of boxing action, you know, both well, both matches. So all four fighters gave it absolutely everything. It's heartbreaking that you have to have a winner and a loser. But yeah, pleased to say that uh, Matt's now a uh, WCBA heavyweight champion. <laughs> um, that's right. And um, what did you think uh, about our celebrity bout as well? How did that go in your view? Uh, I loved it. I loved the energy. I was cornering for um, for Nikolai Ram, who's the TV presenter, mm. uh, and he was taking on Burke Rood, who's the gold uh, Olympic gold medalist from uh, from Tokyo Winter Olympics. And uh, it was all action. Uh, they they weren't the strongest chess players, but actually um, the, the game was uh, it was a bit one sided, admittedly. But actually they played some good moves. But the boxing, my word, uh, I've never seen a backflip. Actually, <laughs> during the action, I know Prince Nassim Hamed uh, used to come in and do a front flip over the top rope, mm. which was mm. pretty impressive. But to see a standing backflip yeah. during a round as a way of showboating is next level, and that's what you get from an Olympic gold medalist. Yeah, yeah are you not entertained? Wild. Yeah, that was completely wild. Uh, and the TV presenter was a showman in himself. Right? Oh I mean, yeah, he was. Uh, he was doing the whole bolo punches, the Ali shuffles, mm. the taunting to the opponent, the calling to the crowd. Everything that you really needed to sort of hype up a fight during a fight. Um, yeah, so we should have a big, a big shout out to all of our friends at NRK, NRK who uh, came over uh, to put on what was an exceptional bout. Um, and we're very excited because that bout will be part of a national TV programme. Now, what's it called? Is Norway. it Worldwide of Sports or Wide World of Sports? It's called the... Oh, I'm going to get this wrong. It's called... I think it's something like uh, the Weird World of Sports, but obviously in Norwegian. Yeah. <laughs> so so, so the, the format is... It's a bit like Parkinson. You know, it's like a you, you, you sort of... Uh, your regular sort of interview celebrity sort of thing, but... As a way of um, being able to talk, uh, a talking point, they do something together. They do a, a strange sport, sport together. So the format will be Burke and Nikolai like sitting on a on a sofa chatting about our event, mm. and then they'll they'll cut in uh, excerpts from the event, pre- presumably including the backflip. So it's kind of a bit like Graham Norton meets sort of Top Gear meets like Takeshi's Castle, <laughs> something <laughs> like that. Yeah, I, I, mean, you, so I love that me. reference. Takeshi's Castle. I've not heard that phrase. For a long time. He was um. He was telling me that he'd just done a half marathon with wine, where you have to drink wine yeah. every mile, yeah, yeah. and that sounded horrific. And then he was telling me about another sort of. He did fireball. He did, the, and he also did the beer mile, which is one pint every four hundred meters. So mm. You have to drink four pints and run, run a mile. Wow. And he did it in like I think he said he did it in about nine minutes. That's and not like, bad. That's not a bad time for a mile anyway. Yeah. Probably but do. equally, just drink four yeah. pints. I'm not sure I could do four pints in nine I minutes. I guess the key, <laughs> the key is to run it quickly so you, you don't get drunk until you finish. World record? Yeah. What do you reckon the world record is? Uh, uh, five minutes? I think it's yeah. five minutes 30. Is it? Yeah. Good, yeah. Which, considering that's going to be a sub five minute <laughs> mile yeah. plus yeah. four pints. Yes, you're going to be, you, you're going to be running the 100 metres in 400 metres in not far over a minute. 
four times. I would love to see like Mo Farah do that. He's probably not got the body weight. You probably need to be quite a big bloke to. Yeah, but then if you're, big, if you're a big bloke, you don't want to get around 1,600 metres. Yeah, usually. it's going to be hard work. It's true, but you want something to dilute that alcohol then. You I, need a lot the of first pint would, The first pint is going to be 15 seconds for me. I can't neck it in one, <laughs> but I can drink a pint relatively I reckon. The, I reckon the Northern Powerhouse would be... The Powerhouse oh, yeah, would, be, would be... If I had to back anybody on a beer mile... Well, the question <laughs> is, is the, are the pints cold? Because if yeah. the pints are warm... Yeah. Sink it straight oh, away, yeah. no problem. But if it's a cold point, I think it might put off any northerners. Presumably, it's a bit like those eating competitions where you can have you have tactics. And yeah, yeah, there's going to be some sort of specialism. You really want just like a, a stomach pump operating in reverse. Well, some people just can have a just... Yeah. down your gullet. Some, just literally <laughs> just yeah. unhook the gullet. So yeah, so, yeah exactly. Down. Some people can just pour water, just whatever, alcohol, water, insert liquid here, just straight mm. down the throat and no, not even swallow, just sink it, which would be a useful skill if you're trying to do that. But well, also well very maybe dangerous. we'll see it on the um, the, the chess boxing um, Christmas pub crawl. Yeah. Well, uh, I look forward to it. <laughs> we, can also, we can also include the hill. That way they're going to run yeah. up to Highgate or something where there's going to be some vomiting that day. But so, I just think it's such a great show. And um, what Nikolai hmm. and Burke both said is that they've done a lot of weird things, certainly Nikolai being the TV presenter. Mm. And yet they thought the chess boxing was not only the weirdest, but it was the best by far. And I was yeah. like, mm-hmm. best hybrid sport best sport period I was a little bit jealous actually thinking of not just them but any anybody coming to do it for the first time I've, I've done it three times Matt you've done it 30 times but the first time you do it is quite quite special what did you what how did it compare because obviously this is your second fight Matt yeah yeah only yeah only the second fight properly in the deep end well I thought this event just as an overall show was absolutely superb you got to see all of the best bit things about chess boxing in one neat five fight package because mm. you had your fight map first up oh where, yes not yeah, the crowd please where, well, not, not crowd, oh please. it was brilliant well, you because, had a great sing-along yeah. your intro <laughs> but, oh yes no I got the crowd going for for the entrance but in terms of the the boxing action left a little bit to do the desire but you had you had the, the drama of that final chess round was absolutely superb <laughs> when Pete was trying desperately to stall out the clock and make it to the next round of boxing and I, I came out the changing room thinking oh he's, he's made because I was watching the live feed from the dressing room and I came sprinting out thinking that Pete had made it and I got there realised the battle called up I genuinely thought that your corner had pulled you out before the next boxing round <laughs> they because you'd been done. so they, badly they beaten up and yeah, shout out to Pete yeah. he did a fantastic job in the ring for a debutant oh he was I, super I, I actually felt a little bit second that he didn't get the win because he so thoroughly deserved yeah, it yeah he was he trained hard we had this lovely intro video mm. for everybody that was there on the night and that they could see on the big screen yeah yeah Richard did a great job at yeah. first didn't he they uh, were brilliant yeah so he, he was cross country running he plays rugby mm. and I'm like Oh, dude's fit. Oh, he's yeah. so young. I was like, I was giving <laughs> so away, I was giving away a, a basically a moderately aged teenager in terms of <laughs> generation gap between myself and Pete, and he really showed that energy and enthusiasm. How are the old ribs after the fight? I thought they were broken. They certainly weren't broken. By about the Thursday, mm. I, I could actually sort of tap that area and Oof. not wince too bad. But the next day, any laughter. Um, which there wasn't a lot of laughter the next day anyway. Um, <laughs> it, it was, uh, yeah, I, I almost cried whenever I sneezed. It was that Oof. debilitating. I, I actually thought both your intros were good. It was a great way to start the show because mm. you guys were first. Yeah. Straight up, the whole crowd was singing along to yours. 
They get drunk very quickly, is what I'd say. It's oh, yeah. Because they were singing along, honestly. <laughs> it, it set the tone for the whole evening, I thought. Pub karaoke is the best. Yeah. Absolutely. Thoroughly agree. Um, and uh, Pete the Heat had the heaters on, didn't he? Yeah, 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 yeah the top guns, you know, yeah. It was very good. Uh, it was brilliant. And he really brought the heat. Mm. I mean, yeah, that's the thing. Did, yeah. I mean, uh, I'm yeah, definitely he lived thinking, up to his nickname, didn't he? I'm like that guy from Lethal Weapon that keeps on going, I'm too old for this shit. <laughs> I really am a little bit like, every time I went in there, I was just like, throw a punch, and then you take three. Throw another punch and then you take like five. And in the end, <laughs> the ratio of like my punches to his punches was probably like one in ten. Yeah. Um, when you started off, I thought pretty well, Matt, but he got inside your range. With, and like, once, and once that when happened, somebody figures you out in all... 30 seconds, that's yeah, yeah. I, I confused him for 30 seconds. It all fell to pieces quite quick. Because once he got inside, I can tell he had some serious power behind oh, his punches. Yeah. Oh, yeah, he's a big, he's big, strong lad. Yeah, yeah. He looked, he looked, certainly looked fit. Yeah, he got robbed. He's very impressive. Sorry, sorry, Pete, if you listen to But yeah, that last, <laughs> that last chess round was, the action was absolutely, it was so Move tense. A second. It Move was a brilliant. At the end. It was, uh, it was yeah. brilliant. And Matt, Matt, what did you, sorry, Matthew, what did you think of the second bout? Did you manage to catch that or were you? Yes, that Jack versus Ollie, that was a, that was a good one as well. So those two were both making their debut, I believe, mm, weren't they? That's right. Yeah, that was a good fight. Um, very, very tasty boxing. Yeah, very, um, they both got very distinctive, rather interesting styles. Mm. Uh, Jack, I, I com- I've compared him to uh, a secretary bird before, you know, in the yeah. David Attenborough documentaries. Yeah, yeah. The bird the one with the, the, the feathers that yeah, come the out of the back of the head. Yeah, the long legs that hunts yeah. snakes. Yeah, because yeah. he, he goes forward with a very, very upright posture with his hands right up by his mm. head and just walks straight into range, takes some shots on the gloves and then just unleashes uh, just unfiltered violence on his opponent. Um, I think um, they both incredibly well. It, mm. I completely forgot that that was their both their first fights incredible yeah they got they got stuck oh, in straight away didn't yeah. they yeah. yeah yeah and there was no stepping back i think jack in particular he wasn't, you know, he was moving forward. Yeah, Jack, yeah, Jack's he, a literally is a two-gear fighter. Neither of those is reverse. No, he never, exactly. <laughs> he never takes a step yeah, backwards. He's like, literally, he's only got okay. high and higher gear. Yeah, yeah. it's stalking there, there and no violence. Or that's it. Yeah. Um, um, whereas Ollie was a bit more sort of stick and move. but Ollie's got the he was, technique. He's got yeah. more of the style. Ollie's a nicer he, boxer to look at. But the issue was, because he was down in the chest, he had to press the action. And yeah. I've got to be honest, trying to press the action against Jack sounds like a terrifying prospect. Yeah. Well, absolutely terrifying. You burned through so much energy. Oh, yeah. Fair play to them for a debut fight. And yeah, they did knocks. really, really well. Really, really well. That was um, a good one. The chess was classy as well, actually. That was a very good game. Um, Came down to a rook end game. And didn't then it? our third fight, um, one entrance from Delhi. Oh, by yeah. The way. He loved that, it. Didn't he's he? a born showman. He, he, absolutely born honest, showman. He, he was a better showman probably than the TV presenter. For <laughs> <laughs> who is who is literally a professional yeah. showman? Yeah, yeah. yeah Delhi was loving it the whole time. Yeah, he was he's really got a physique on him. Oh man, he? He is, he's yeah. literally he's like David just been sculpted out of marble. Yeah, he's yeah. just like oh Very my impressive. word. Yeah, I was about to say, oh, I've got a man crush on The Delhi. best thing about his in, in, intro that. He was wearing a hat for yeah. no apparent reason. He's a gentleman. Just could throw it into the crowd. <laughs> He's the gentleman. Gentlemen wear hats. <laughs> Wasn't that I the point? I love the fact he had a hat on. I, mean, I think it, it just... must have been just to throw it into the crowd. Yeah. Because <laughs> he's the gentleman. Surely okay. that's what he has to do. I mean, it was one of those big hats with a big rim that you'd wear if it was very sunny. And mm. we're all inside. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just thought... There was no real rhyme or reason to his intro, but he just was absolutely fantastic. No, it was great, yeah. His little dancing the tune and everything. Was a oh, a shout well. out to Jordan, who basically got through an absolute war of a fight. And yeah. he recently had, I mean, I was just hearing about this uh, in the dressing room beforehand, so a bit of fighter's anecdotes. such a great guy. He'd had altitude sickness. Yeah. Was it Kilimanjaro? Yeah, he climbed Kilimanjaro, Kilimanjaro yeah, he effectively as part of his training. What a mm. nutter. Yeah. But, but he'd been so sick, he had like a Oof. week's worth of illness mm. where he was basically unable to train, vomiting, and oh, Oof. not pleasant, not for no. the podcast. Mm. But. I have to say, I th- I thought, um, 
Delhi wasn't what I expected. I thought Delhi was going to be much more technical. Yeah, well... But he was actually just, you know, he's very domineering. Well, they both should have been, because... So I've sparred both of these lads, Mm. and they are... They're really, really, really hard to nail down. They're really slippery. Jordan's got a beautiful pendulum step on him, where he'll just jump in and out of range, pop you with his long long shots, and you can't touch him. And Delhi's a bit more compact, a bit more together, but again, he's got a lovely little shoulder roll. He's so hard to nail either of them down. And... Myself and a few other guys who've been sparring both of them, and we'd both, I think, myself, Dash, David, we'd all said to both of them, oh, lads, um, you know, the other the guy you're in with, he's a bloody good fighter, you know, this will be a good one. And I don't think either of them expected what the other had, just like, yeah, you know, TU scrubs, I'll be fine. <laughs> but then they jumped in the, jumped in the ring, and when, like, I think, because Delhi launches into, a, like, a peekaboo style hook, like Mike Tyson-esque, goes straight in. Land, lands the jabs on Jordan's face immediately and then they both just stood middle of the ring it's like no you go backwards I'm the big man here and just it was brilliant it was they as skilled as they are they decided to just stand in the middle of the ring and just smash that was definitely was a fight that should fabulous. have ended probably in the ring it got so close oh, to being stopped so close yeah I could see Ronaldo twitching with like if he yeah. doesn't throw back now I'm going to stop it and then yeah. there's a throw back punch well, like, I okay, heard... I'll give it another five seconds he was constantly looking yeah. to step in and he kept on letting it go and in the end yeah, I was about to say, it seems disproportionate for only to be one boxing fight, one, mm. one to end on the boxing in the last five, but mm. it should have been maybe two. Well, well I heard but, from um, Jordan afterwards, because he, 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 both of them, to be fair, looked a little worse for wear after the fight. But I heard from Jordan afterwards, apparently he's, um, he had two mouthpieces for the for the fight. Oh, right, so then he yeah. kept falling they out. He kept falling out. Well, the it? first one, apparently... Um, <clears throat> Basically, Delhi clipped him so hard with one of his hooks in the first round, it broke its mouthpiece. Oh, and so it God. just wouldn't, didn't fit properly. So he had to go for the revert, reserve mouthpiece, which was just about, a bit rubbish. Good job he had a reserve one. Yeah. Well, well, he, yeah that's, awesome. that's quick thinking for me, because I didn't have a reserve mouthpiece. No, I, I didn't either. Yeah, I was... <laughs> um, but yeah, in the second round, I thought Jordan was starting to starting to find his rhythm, pop up, pop those long shots, back Delhi up a bit. But then the third, he just got caught coming in with a big hook. And man, that was a shot, wasn't it? Bloody hell. Do you think the um, boxing affected the chess? Uh, definitely, mm. because... Well, I mean, the, I'd, uh, the, I would back Jordan not most of the time on the chess. Yeah. There was a bit I of, thought Jordan was going to be a much stronger chess player. Well, he, he, it's he, hard he under the lights. Of course yeah. it is. I'm not, so I'm not having a go at Jordan. Oh, no, we, mean, we know how good a chess player is. What I'm saying is the circumstances, yeah. I think, that created yeah. that. I mean, he did drop yeah. the exchange. And he, I think, to be fair, he did have compensation if he'd have been... Because he had that night... Wedged in a D4, didn't he? Yeah. Which is actually a lovely position. If he'd have taken back with the knight rather than the pawn, I think he'd have had full compensation for that exchange. And actually, it would have been really difficult for Delhi on the chess. But going back to what you're but, saying yeah. about the, the boxing effect in the chess, we saw it in that fight. We certainly saw it in our final event. And if we, <laughs> yeah. we move on to that. Be- before we go on to that, though, I've got to just mention one of the best moments of the night was the... A uh, pre-celebration celebration. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> when Delhi thought he'd won, he That's, celebrated. Yeah. It's like, hands in the air, running around the ring, and then, oh, actually, no. Yeah. An, and now, <laughs> now infamous moment of Delhi announcing checkmate, and it wasn't. Check, check it out. We've got our live stream. is on our YouTube channel. Just check that yeah. one out. Yeah. So I think there are two clipped out um, videos. One is that, and one is the backflip. So mm. if you get a chance, just yeah, head over to uh, yeah, youtube.com forward slash chessboxing. Both going to go down in chess boxing history, I imagine, those two moments. Definitely. But nothing compared, I have to tell you, Matt, 
Matthew, to the last fight, no, the last battle. Couldn't agree more. Was easily the best fight of the whole evening, Matt. Yeah, it was, and it was the biggest war. It had the highest quality chess. It had a bit of everything. It was mm. lovely to, you know, you always want to build a show. You want to start with your worst. So I, I always no, open. Come on. <laughs> you want to build up to it. You want to get the crowd more and more hyped for chess boxing to it. The point where they're basically in a frenzy when we get to the main event. And we got there. Yeah. We got there with great fights all along the way. And then all of a sudden we have our best for last. And that you can't, you can't script it any better than that. No. Uh, well, I'll take some credit for that, couldn't I? Because <laughs> you did script it. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't just random, guys. There is some thought that goes into <laughs> our bounds. We do think about these things as it happens. Um, so come on then, Matt. Take us through the chess first. So, well, I, obviously I'm flattered that you think it was uh, such a good event. Um, but yeah, David and I never played chess before. Really? Um, no. Okay. Go, it's going, nice though going in yeah. completely cold. Mm. Well, the, we had sparred a few times before. I remember sparring him in the lead up to my first fight against Dash in March. And he absolutely crushed me. Like he, 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 I, I got hit with a straight right down the pipe, straightened in my nose. My nose exploded and I pro- like turned, spun round. It was awful. Um, so that was a bad start. <laughs> so going in... I hadn't played chess with him. Knew obviously he's much better than me, on paper, and uh, we both know full well that he has the power to stop me, and that despite best efforts, I probably don't have the power to stop him. That was the information we had going in. Um, but luckily, I'd done some preparation, so I knew I thought he was going to play the Sicilian, or if I played d4, the Dutch, because I hadn't decided which opening to go with until just before the fight, basically. Mm. And luckily, he played the French and, and gave me a free advantage, which was lovely. Uh, I've got to call out the um, chess boxing commentator, oh, yeah. uh, Matt. Matt. Matt Lunn. Matt Lunn, yeah, yeah. So when, when I uh, took the, uh, the C-pawn, D takes C5, it was just described as an odd capture. That is theory, Matt. That's oh, theory. It's plus 0.3 ouch. according to the fish. Matt. It's all fine. There's oh, Matt's not any danger there. So um, his homework. Yeah. yeah. You hear that, Matt? <laughs> yeah, and there, there, were a couple, there were a couple of moments. I, I thought, honestly, I was dead pleased with my chess, actually. I mean, obviously, the French, I, I've got no respect for the French. Uh, sorry, French players. It's a terrible opening. Learn something good. Um, okay. okay, and then how did it pro- progress from the French opening? Yeah, well, so I got, I, I got a nice space advantage. Um, uh, there was a move, rookie one. I could have just jettisoned the pawn rather than defending it. And I don't like defending stuff. So I'm a bit disappointed I missed that. I could have just gambited the pawn and carried on. But I got a nice base advantage, rolled on, um, missed. I think coming out of the first first boxing round, there was a, a, a let his knight uh, form a queen and bishop and drop my well, light square <clears> bishop, which was a lovely piece. It's a bit of well, a let's, shame. Well, but... just for getting that, let's talk about the first boxing round because ah, yes. <laughs> there, was, there was some... some un, uh, I was surprised at the tactics that David exhibited, which, as far as I can tell was to come out all guns blazing yeah. and try and overwhelm you. Yeah, I wasn't surprised at those tactics, to be honest. That's yeah. kind of what I was expecting. Um, because as a stronger yeah. chess player, I don't know, Matt, you, you're very experienced. What, what would you be looking to do as a stronger chess well, player? Well, d- definitely as a stronger chess player, I'd always look to win it on the board. The problem uh, I have is that I'm never going to be the stronger boxer. Mm-hmm. Dave went in believing he was both. Yes. And there is that sort of machismo pride that, actually, I always say that, you want to win on the boxing, you never want to lose on the chess. Mm. Um, and I don't always have the ability to win on the boxing. So I think Dave just got a bit sucked into the whole, it's going to be a crowd pleaser if I knock him out. Mm. Let's finish mm. with an early knockout. So he goes and maybe he gasses himself a little. He's not in the shape that he probably wanted to be for the fight. Maybe. I don't know. He had a couple of injury issues leading up to the fight. Yeah. So I know that disrupted his preparation. Um, but even having said that, you would have thought that would make him 
a little bit more cons- considered when when he's. Uh, it's a gamble. It's, it's a gamble. Hard, yeah. Yeah. If you go in with, with a with a high risk sort of boxing strategy, you've got the chance of winning on the boxing. You've also got the chance of hurting your opponent so much that they're going to mm. come back and make some dreadful chess moves. Yeah, I mean, yeah. certainly so, he believed in his power. Um, yeah. I mean, maybe he wasn't thrilled with his position. I certainly wouldn't be if I played the French. No, um, I mean, he, he starts see, off with So you chess. think might have, yeah. that might have impacted? Yeah, his like decision, it's, it's, it probably it's, like, it's, it's not it's not. Because he he'd be expecting to grind me down, but there's nothing immediately there. So I think he probably wanted to come out, make a statement, mm. and and really like just psychologically deliver that blow, which he did to be fair. Like it was because uh, I I went in basically, and I'm gonna go keep, keep try to keep as high a tempo as I can, and in the belief that my chin is better than his engine, um, which didn't start very well. <laughs> no, yeah. I don't know. I thought you weathered the storm well. I think yeah. It well, it went as I expected to the extent that I know you to be a technical boxer. Yeah. And I know it's David's hard. very powerful and he relies yes. on the power. And that, that kind of got that played out. Yeah, well... And I think ha- having weathered the first 30 seconds a minute of that round, I thought you looked much more comfortable. Well, I didn't weather the first minute particularly well ending up on the floor. <laughs> having been put through the ropes, that was... The, yeah. It didn't... So luckily, I did have some practice getting up. So um, having... Done some spar, quite a lot of sparring in the lead up. Um, shout out to the sparring partners back in Salisbury. Um, Jason is a local light heavyweight champion. Um, he's, yeah, won a title down in Bournemouth. There's Rad, who was a guy who was uh, in the training camp for the 2012 Olympics. Mm-hmm. A couple of young lads, Walt and George. Um, Ray, my coach, his, his uh, nephew, Alex, was sparring with him. And yeah, they, they, were all, they were all really, really helpful. Got a lot of rounds in. Uh, but about 10 days before the, the, the bout, uh, I was sparring against Jason, who basically injured his back a bit. wasn't quite as up to it as much as he's not, because normally he kicks my ass. Um, but because he wasn't quite fully fit, I started started jabbing him, like raising his head up, backing him up, which didn't go down too well with him. So he came in with this uh, body jab, which I bit on through a check hook, and he came over the top with a big right, perfectly on the chin, mm. and I went down perfect crucifix position, like arms <laughs> out, legs out. It must have looked brilliant from the outside, but. That was not a good, not a good intro to the boxing. But yeah, I'd been put on the floor a couple of times in sparring in the lead up to then, so I did have some ex- some practice, compose so, myself. Like so, when you went through the ropes, was that what? What was that? Did you trip or did? How did you? No, get... no, that was that was a. Um, I waded in with a. I think it was a body jab. I can't remember exactly. But he clipped me with the right hand. Mm. Um, I was a bit off balance. We have the right hand and then a left, a left for good measure on the way down, both to the side of the head. Mm. And yeah, put me through the ropes. So it wasn't like clean, clean, but it was it was the force of the punch. It's just concussive yeah. power that that did it, rather than like, scrambling my balance or anything like that. But he did get me. He got me good with a few sh- big shots in the second round because by the third, you can see on the um, you can see back on the on the video uh, before the third round, I actually drop and touch the floor with my gloves, basically to check that I can still bend my knees because <laughs> I was I was in a bad way actually at that there's point a, there's a great photo I don't know if you've seen it uh, on our I think it's on Facebook of you uh, having your count on yeah, your knees yeah. Yeah. it's quite atmospheric yeah shout out to Ronaldo what, well. what were you thinking at that point you think shout out to Pavel the photographer for that one. oh yeah, yes Pavel, as well yeah. yeah he did a great there were so many great photos from the whole event but yeah um, I was just just not trying to compose myself so would you I'd, think I need to take all this time yeah I'd count in my head and yeah I'd say it was just breathe Set, settle my, my heart rate and just take as much time as I can compose myself mm. so I had a count in my head and I looked up at Ronaldo and he was slightly behind me which was good <laughs> um, so I waited for eight 
got up. Yes, my legs work. Excellent. Let's carry on. Well, so it's high drama at that moment, wasn't it? Yeah. It's amazing to watch. Um, so how did that then play into the chess? Obviously, you're both presumably exhausted after yes, the first boxing round and probably the second and third, yeah. Well, yeah, I went and um, I thought it was important to, to show David that I was still there and keen. So I did. I joined him with the berserker clap in between yeah. the uh, in between the first and second round. We got to the board. When we got to the board, there was a bit of chat to start with. Um, before the second round, before the uh, second chess round, mm. David meets the board and says, "Good round, that." <laughs> um, and then, so after the second, when I met him at the board the second time, I was like, "You're right, mate." Yeah. Um, but then after the third, we were both so exhausted we didn't say anything. <laughs> um, so, so yeah. So talk us through the chess then. So how did? So we've got done the opening. Yeah. Now you're so, in the middle game. Yeah, got got a fine position. Uh, obviously, I'm liking it. Um, so at this point, you're thinking. If this plays out on the board, um, I should be winning. Yeah, so I, I'm I'm staring well, better at the very least. It's not like winning, but it's better for white, and mm. and it's only a comfortable position to play. So I'm staring at his king as I normally do. Like all my my bishops are pointed that way. It's all looking pretty pretty good. Um, yeah, I, I slightly fluffed it a bit because I had I had a nice kingside attack potentially brewing, and I did fluff it a bit by letting his knight fought my bishop and queen, lost the light square bishop, which is a lovely looking piece, absolutely beautiful. But I turned it around by jetting and seeing jet the jettisoning the mm. c-pawn opening up the c-pop file and doubled up the rooks there so yeah back basically back in control i don't think i don't i'm not sure if there was ever an advantage for black i'm not sure probably right at the end uh, well yeah at the end yeah 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 but at the, 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 mm. this point I, th- I don't i think no, i was ne- never ne- ne- never early on no no yeah. i think it was if anything it only got bigger yeah so it so uh, <laughs> i got the got the rooks doubled up on the uh on the c-file and yeah that, that was a Looked pretty tasty to me. So the first, so the first exchange, boxing exchanges, you push through the ropes. You yeah. had a eight count. Yeah. And then, and then, how did the boxing progress? Because the 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 um, table started to turn, didn't they? Yeah. Well, I started. I I, I tried to um, basically play it off like he hadn't hurt me, which was as, as a blatant lie. But <laughs> I was. I, I tried to just keep the keep the uh, action up. Try to keep the pace up, and um, yeah, come the second round. Uh, so, so I'd done a lot of work downstairs to try and slow him down. That was mm. a lot of the games. There's a lot of shots to the body. Even even when he like shoved me into the corner and is in his probably going for it. There are a few little hooks going in downstairs. So I was dr- trying to drain him basically. The, the water in the basement approach. And so <laughs> come the second, he put me back in. Yeah, he was actually all over me in the second round for most of it. He put me back me up into the corner right by the camera which is really good for the shot because um yeah he throws throws a a jab over my left shoulder and i caught him with a pitch a perfect one two and really backed him up after that and ronaldo started counting i'd not i can't remember exactly what happened immediately before the count but ronaldo gave him a standing, standing count eight, for that yeah because you could yeah. you could see his legs were starting to go yeah yeah, yeah, yeah he definitely yeah. looked a little bit groggy no the one yeah. two was a it, yeah that was on the button that was that was and that was a money shot the right um because you were starting to well well you were starting to land some technically decent shots yeah whereas david i think was still going for the sort of overwhelming just throwing as many big yeah, shots yeah, as he possible, was, he was certainly... but getting tired and therefore not really landing. Yeah, well, as I think much he, he his, his guard was starting to slip a bit at that yeah. point. Um, not that he wasn't landing, because he did cut, he caught me with a couple of cuffing hooks in that second round, mm. about midway through, which backed me up, which is annoying because I don't like backing up. <laughs> um, but yeah, so so at the end, 
definitely definitely got the better of the second round. Join it with a Berserker Cup again. Meet up with the board. Back to business. Um, so and then how we how did you leave that last round of chess then because it um, ended in the in the the next round of boxing didn't it? No, there was so there was a third round of boxing. Um, oh, was there? Okay. Yeah, there, there was four, so four rounds of each. So the third uh, the third one basically. Uh, what happened in that round of chess? I think that was when I got the rooks infiltrating. Um, got the rook into c6. And yeah, started basically just poking around his queen. I should at some point, I've been chastised for not playing, just playing the uh, h3 or some move to give my king some space on the back rank. Because um, it was an overwhelming positional advantage. Also, apparently, um, when I got in with the, the rook, rook into c6, apparently taking with the pawn was better. But... I thought it was a great. I I, I thought it was a good position. Was, <laughs> so it was, it was I was happy a, with it. It was a big positional plus. Yeah, it was yeah. Just how it ended, and I think that's what we need to mm. we need to look at. Yes, it, the yeah. uh, the the nightfall. That was a brilliant move. Uh, again. Oh rather, yeah, of yeah. course. I forgot that. Yeah, that yeah. was amazing. That was the the, the final move of, of the chess because we were knackered after that third. I genuinely felt after the third round of boxing, and it was probably the round where where David kind of did the least but I was so exhausted I thought my lungs were going to explode so just just for the simpletons in the studio i.e. me um, basically my my memory of it was that you were uh, besieging his his position yes. his king you're totally on top yep you're you're basically doubled up your rooks you were yep. you're you're basically just going in for the kill yeah, and suddenly he pulled out this incredible fork yeah, out of nowhere. Stunner. Yeah, so it was, a, it, was a, it was a completely free knight. The knight was was loose, no defenders, attacking my queen and queen and rook. But if I took it, there was a uh, checkmate in three, Yeah. which is unstoppable. And it all came, came, came about because I uh, foolishly took a free pawn mm. um, without... Without so he led you I'd... down the garden path with yeah, a free pawn. Yeah, yeah, I, missed, I mean, it's not I the fact it. that at that point that... Matt's out of completely out of um, out of it. No, 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 no. It's just the fact that every advantage he's got has now been turned in the around, bin. Yeah, completely gone, and it's now sort of edging towards Dave. Yeah. Dave's got the easiest position yeah. to play from here yeah. on. Yeah. Moral of the story: Don't take free pawns. Always yeah. sacrifice the pawns instead. It's much better that way. Um, you know, I just and, so, and so, what point did the the, the the bell go then for the boxing? So I hadn't actually, that. I hadn't responded to that move at that point, mm. um, and there was again. To, to shout out to the uh, chess commentators here. Um, they recommended e6 rather than just taking the pawn, which is what get me got me in trouble. But also, I think um, queen d7 was what was what was their recommended move at that point. Um, that loses on the spot because you can actually pin the queen to the back rank with one of the rooks, and rather than just losing an exchange, then you're losing a queen for mm. a rook. So that, that if I'd have played that, I'd have been in horrible shape. Oh, so another criticism. Yeah, of the luckily yeah, I did yeah, find. Yeah. You, Matt. Luckily I did oh, find. Um, they I don't think, know what they're talking about. I think queen over to the C file is uh, <laughs> keeps keeps the exchange. Well, yeah, and, you know, I, I, I'm I'm sorry. To, I'm sorry to do this with Matt, who's a lovely guy and does a great, absolutely great job. But you know, he he he, he criticised my check. All, all I'm hearing is he, he criticised my about. opening <laughs> when my opponent plays the French defence, and I'm not having it. The French is terrible. <laughs> okay. No, zero <coughs> points. Okay, so we've come to the end of the of the chess round. Yep. 
you're basically going into the ring thinking, I've just thrown away all my advantage. Yeah, David is definitely better. David's had a had a standing eight. Yeah. I've had a I've had a, an eight count. Yeah. I've been out of the ropes. Yep. This is it. This is the time. Well, I've got to, I've got to make an impact. To be fair, I, I arrogantly thought, okay, well, I'm lost in exchange, but I've got a pawn for it, and I've got two minutes for it, and that's probably worth it. So I arrogantly thought my chest okay. position was at least salvageable. So you weren't thinking I've got a. I've got to go and knock him out. You're thinking, no, no. I need to get through this round. Yeah, yeah. So it's the same. So corner men, again, shout out Ray and Dennis. They were awesome. Mm. Absolutely brilliant. All through the and fight. what happened then? Um, well, so I think, honestly, I if 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 you'd have told David at any point, so at some point in the fight, Matt's going to stand right in front of you at mid-range and just trade, <laughs> he would have probably like, yeah, take my money. That is brilliant. That's exactly what I want. Because, yeah, we just set off and about 20 seconds into this round we stood middle of the ring and just were just lo- lo- looping hooks at each other zero technique just roll hooks hooks and yeah eventually eventually I broke through with what was it with jab with, oh, I think it was jab uppercut long lead hook cross over the top and eventually I, I hit home with, with, with a four mm. punch combination which backed him up and again, Ronaldo got him got a standing throw standing count in, and then yeah, at that point he he was spent. Um, tried to clinch, didn't have the strength left to clinch. Mm. So I was pushing him around, mm. which he wouldn't have expected going because he's a bigger guy. Um, so I was pushing him around, and I think on the on just off the break of one of the clinches, I, I broke through and threw a a left hook off the clinch. And when that went in, he was done. He didn't throw a single punch after that. And I mean, all credit to him. He's a tough tough guy he is that, and is that when the towel came in no 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 the towel didn't come in for another 30 seconds okay because he was he he, he refused yeah, he, he to go down he was basically done yeah he was and, re- i think jake yeah. made the right call he, he, he absolutely refused to not go down thing to do. No, no no of no. course not but yeah he, he the right thing to do yeah, yeah. He, he was not given in like, he, his, his heart was still willing but his yeah his body was done he, he had nothing left to give well Fair play what, to him because he was he was a a tough lad gave for his heart out. Yeah, and he's, awesome. he's just pretty, he's just sort of brought it back in the chest, so it is. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's quite sort of yeah, he annoying. Yeah. In the yeah, he would have been sort of think, oh, now, now I can actually prove it on the board. Yeah, he again. would have been desperate to make it through, yeah. but yeah, just nothing left in the tank, unfortunately for him. Luckily for me. <laughs> um, but yeah. what drama! Yeah, oh, incredible, man. absolutely incredible bout. And if you've not seen it, um, the whole show is on our YouTube channel. Go and have a look. Yeah. But. It was a privilege to uh, to watch it in person. Yeah. Oh. And thank you very much both for fighting. Well, You've got course. a title to defend now. Mate. Absolutely, yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't know who's coming for it now. Dave's already said um, he's up for a rematch. Dashiell was such the first person to call. As soon as I, basically as soon as I got out of the ring, he was yeah, just asked, oh, so wait. when's the rematch, Matt? So, well, you better get a heavyweight now, mate. I call the shots. <laughs> um, I think you mentioned Carl before. Carl before definitely I... fancies a fight. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm not sure how big yeah. he is, but yeah. And the other... He's it's like heavyweight, really. Okay, okay. But the other heavyweights... Fought, has he fought a heavyweight? Oh, he definitely fought a heavyweight. Okay. Yeah. The, 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 the other heavyweights similar on... weight on the night. Yeah, okay. I think him and Dashiell actually would be... Oh, All right, yeah, that'd be tasty. Seated, yeah. yeah, the other um, heavyweights, I think, who are on wins are... Well, Delhi now. Yeah. And um, Andrew, who beat the Berserker. I think they're the other... That's true. They're um, the other heavyweights uh, with wins, um, so... Yeah, but there's a it's a well, Jordan's had two losses on the bounce, hasn't he? Yeah, but I mean, but he might, might want to go. Fancy a bit of Jordan. I was about to say he's, he's still yeah. a he's still. A oh man, yeah, he's bloody good boxer. Very yeah, very good boxer. Be a bad bad fight. Mm. Well, I was about to say there'll be something coming up maybe at Chocks. Yeah, well, um, guys, we're running out of time. Thank you very much for for fighting and coming <laughs> on the podcast. Yeah, most welcome. Um, 
We've got a few announcements that are pending. We haven't actually quite um, made all our preparations, but we're planning um, a big event in the summer of 24, uh, potentially a whole weekend of chess boxing as a, a chess boxing festival, which we're very excited about. We're also just putting together um, a, some merchandise. We're going to be launching our uh, online shop. So by the time this goes out, you'll probably be able to buy some uh, chess boxing merchandise for Christmas. All right, fantastic. Kind of thing. Um, and also, are we having... Um, well, there's no Christmas show this year, unfortunately, so we're going to have a chess boxing uh, drink, a pub crawl, call it what you will. Chess event. Chess event uh, on the 2nd of December at the Shaftesbury Tavern in Islington, uh, just by uh, Islington Boxing Club, and after training, that's on the 2nd of December. Um, uh, Matt Reed, is there anything you want to say? Any shout-outs? No, just a shout-out to all the fighters from the October Fished show. Uh, I thought it was absolutely awesome, and I look forward to watching the NRK episode when it gets streamed. Definitely. Uh, Matt, Matthew, sorry, I'll call you Matthew. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just a, for distinction. Um, yeah, just oh, oh, thanks for everyone from Salisbury for coming down. Um, it was great, and also for all the uh, all the training, all the guys who beat me up in the gym, all the uh, all the chess players. Yeah, it's 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 been awesome. Can't wait to do it again. Well, we'll look forward to seeing you both uh, back in the ring soon. Yep. Um, thank you very much once again, and just make sure you follow us on social media at Chess Boxing Nation for announcements about our upcoming events in 2024. Thank you very much. All the best, guys. Cheers. Bye. Uh, just before you go, chess boxing fans, we have got merchandise for sale for Christmas. What do you want for Christmas? Do you want a chess boxing training top? Yes, you do. Do you want a trucker's cap, a CBN trucker's cap? Yes, you do. Do you want a hoodie with a berserker on it? Go to chessboxingnation.com and get your merch for Christmas. If you use the code London Chess Boxing, you'll get 20% off. That's right, 20% off. If you spend £50 or more, you get a free a free cap. So that's it. Go to chessboxingnation.com, get your merchandise for Christmas.